even bombing for 45 minutes in San Antonio and that lady having a seizure was not as chaotic as this. It's his fiance's sister, and she's kissing him on the mouth. I'm four minutes into my set, and all of a sudden everyone's talking about ass-fucking. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Hey, it's your old pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. How we doing? How's it hanging? How was your weekend, my friend? Hey, hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. Real quick, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Top Shelf Grind Coffee. Got a great big sponsor for the podcast. You can get 10% off of all your coffee right now. There is a link in the description of this podcast. Go to Amazon and get uh, Top Shelf Grind Coffee. Promo code 10JoeKelly at checkout, and uh, you'll get 10% off all your coffee needs. You know what I mean? You love fucking coffee. This coffee is great coffee. You should try this coffee and enjoy it. They got all sorts of shit going on over there. Uh, again, my favorite has been the the Lion's Mane Dark Roast. All organic, too, people. Did I mention that? Did I mention how good it is for not only you and your well-being, but also the entire fucking earth? You know what I'm saying, people? The Lion's Mane Mushroom, it helps with the focus and your attention. So in case you can't pay attention to shit... That's a great one. Also, they have the weight loss coffee out too, which uh, is made with suppressa, which is an appetite suppressant, all natural, organic appetite appetite suppressant people. And uh, hey, it definitely curves my appetite, you know, so give that one a try too. And they also have a couple whole beans over there in case you uh, are into grinding your own coffee. But once again, top shelf grind. There is a link in the description of the podcast, but go over to Amazon, get you some coffee, promo code 10JOEKELLEY at checkout, and uh, you'll get 10% off of any and all their goddamn roast, people. How about that? Uh, Coming up, what do I got coming up this week? I'll be in Tuscaloosa this Friday, which is the 18th, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, at Black Warrior Brewing, Brewing, Brewing or Brewery. I'm not sure which, but it's Black Warrior. Come through. If you're in Tuscaloosa, or maybe, hey, maybe you live eight fucking hours away from Tuscaloosa, but you've always wanted to go there. What better time than this Friday the 18th to see your old pal Joe do some stand-up, you know what I mean? What does Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa have to offer? A whole lot, my friend. I haven't been there yet. Maybe we should explore it together this this Friday. I feel like I did so good with the coffee read that now I'm fucking up my own show. But anyway, Tuscaloosa. I keep fucking up the name. Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Black Warrior Brewing, this Friday, February 18th. I'm sure there's all sorts of great things there, you know? So come on through. At the very least, the jokes will be there. Wonderful. That's all I got really going on. Uh, Just gearing up to move my ass back up to Nashville, people. So uh, in case you're watching it, you'll notice there's a little slightly different setup today. As you will see, part of my wall in the video portion of this podcast. Switch the camera, got a little different setup, packing shit up. You know what I mean? Getting ready for the big move. Getting ready to achieve great things for myself. You know what I mean? Ah, how was your weekend, my friend? Fucking Super Bowl, hey, who won that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm recording this before the Super Bowl, but who did... Who, who did you, did you, <laughs> fuck, 
fucking hell. <laughs> Whoever you wanted to win, I hope they fucking won, all right? And if you don't care like me, hey, maybe you did something else with your Sunday. I'll probably still watch it, you know. I'll have it on and maybe pay attention to it a little bit, but I don't uh, I don't give a shit, you know? I saw that, uh, you know, I'm from Michigan, right? So all my family's like Detroit Lions fans. A lot of people in Michigan enjoy the Lions, even though they've always let us down, you know. Even growing up when I was a fan of football, I was smart I was smart enough to not be a fan of the Lions, you know? Cuz growing up you like when I was young, I didn't really care what team won. And I saw all my family just year after year just suffering because they'd always root for the Lions and they would never win. You know. So I just went the opposite direction. I was like, I'll be a Packers fan cuz not only were they winning, but also that way my family could be like, hey, fuck you. And I'm like, yeah, good. I'm glad you can get it out on somebody. <laughs> but I guess a lot of people in uh, in Michigan, they started making like fucking, I don't know, Detroit Rams. Does Stafford play for the fucking Rams? Is that who he plays for? Does he play for the Bengals? I don't even know who he plays for, people. But he used to be the quarterback for the Lions. And since the Lions have no, Lions fans have no hope for ever winning a Super Bowl, I think they're making like fucking Detroit Ram shirts in honor of Matthew Stafford. So really they're not. Maybe that's why the Lions never win because the, the city's full of a bunch of phonies who aren't real, true, dedicated fans, you know. But uh, yeah, the Super Bowl, I don't know what's happening. This is before the Super Bowl. Who gives a fuck? I was in Panama City this weekend, people, down uh, in, in the great panhandle region of Florida. Did a nice show at... Uh, fucking somewhere cues and brews <laughs> you know when you think about that name what do you think they got there it's a QAnon bar people that's what it is they have a bunch of QAnon meetings and they also get real drunk so <laughs> that's what's going on there you know it's you shoot pool you drink beer but listen people the show was interesting to say the least okay I did the same spot back in I want to say like September, maybe September, October, something like that. And that night there was some Panama City like festival going on, some fair of some kind. So the crowd for the show was a little bit light, you know, but this time there wasn't shit going on in the city. So we had a good, a good crowd for the show, you know, a good amount of people there. Everyone's having just a great time. They weren't the best of crowds, all right? I'll cut to the chase, people. These people were, you know, they were good here and there, but they were an audience, you know? And sometimes that's all it takes is people just sitting and looking, maybe not enjoying themselves too much, but at least just paying attention and participating in the comedy, even though maybe they're not enjoying it that much. You know what I mean? So... There's uh, four comics, I believe, and then me. I'm going last. I'm the big headliner, you know. I drove five hours to go do that show. Yeah, I'm a big deal. You know what I mean? So, for the most part, the show is going well enough. Sometimes people are laughing, and other times they're just sitting there paying attention, you know, which is all you want from a show, really. Ideally, you want it to be great, but at least they were participating as an audience, right? And then I go up, and uh, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out if I did something, 
But for some reason, I told one joke, and then I started a second one, and everybody in the room just lost their minds. Like, not, we're enjoying this comedy show. I think everybody hit the tipping point of their fucking liquor intake, and everyone just started shouting. Everybody. Everybody had something to say all of a sudden. And I'm going, what the fuck just happened? I start trying to tell. I don't even remember what the fucking joke was at this point. I can't remember what it was. But there's like a table of like eight people. Like, dude, lady, dude, lady. Like four and four, you know. And some dude, he just yells out, strap on. For no fucking reason, you know. And then some other guy starts calling him strap-on, and it becomes this whole strap-on thing, and then the guy's talking about how maybe he likes to get fucked in the ass, and the girl's like, he knows all about strap-ons, and it's like, what the fuck just happened, people? I'm four minutes into my set, and all of a sudden everyone's talking about ass-fucking, you know? All these people have been relatively polite for everybody else. I wasn't even talking about ass-fucking. I was doing a joke about how I don't know how to spell donut correctly. And for some reason, everybody started talking about fucking this guy in the ass. I don't know if they just, if they all knew each other, you know, and maybe I I think I tried to play into it a little bit, maybe, and try and roll with the audience because they were talking, you know, so I'm like, well, I'm not going to try and barrel through a joke when everybody's talking about ass fucking. Let me get on some of the ass fucking talk, you know, let me be a real comic. Let me say, fuck the jokes. Let me address what's going on in the room. And I think we had some fun. I don't even remember. The set is such a blur. It was just constant. This guy's getting fucked in the ass. And since everybody kind of was like, hey, the first time you said strap on was kind of funny, he just kept fucking doing it. You know? I don't know what the fuck happened. There was this other couple in the back. A middle-aged couple. You know, probably in their 50s, 60s, something like that. And they seemed to not care for each other much at all. But they had to let it be known time and time again that they were going to get married in two days. So I have this guy continuing to remind me that he might let his lady fuck him in the ass with a strap on. And the whole table is definitely making sure that I don't forget about that either. Like he's not the only one, you know. And then there's this other old guy and this old lady, and they he wants to keep telling me. They both want to keep telling me, "Hey, we're getting, we're engaged. We're getting married in two days." I shit you not. I'm in. I'm trying to do a joke again, and the guy just chimes in. and He goes, "Yeah, we're engaged. We're getting married in two days." You know, for probably the fourth time he said it. Not even forty seconds later, his lady that he's with quiets him down and then goes hey we're engaged and we're getting married in two days and it's like what you fucking retarded people what are we doing (laughs) i had dreams and hopes of one day moving to florida but i think that that might have just that might have ruined it for me you know it was so fucking bizarre and it just did not stop the entire set Did we have some fun? Yeah, we had some fun. I probably could have had more fun, but I couldn't figure out what the fuck happened, people. And then towards the end of the set, it was like I was just talking out loud at that point. 
very much how I do the podcast where I genuinely asked the crowd, I was like, did I do something to make you guys start doing all this? And they said, yeah, I did. And I really don't know what I did. I don't know how I antagonized them, but somehow I did. So I probably did close to 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. And 32 minutes of that was dealing with some guy talking about strap-ons and ass-fucking. And then these other older couple going, we're engaged and we're getting married in two days, even though we don't seem to like each other too much, you know? And here's, okay, this is even this is what's even more fucked up, people. <laughs> you thought the show was bad. You know, now the show's over. Now I got to sit around and interact with these fucking people that just made made my life, my whole night pretty fucking hard, you know? <laughs> it wasn't an easy night's work. And now I got to hang out, hang out with these fucking people, you know? I got to talk to them. They're going to ask me where I'm from, all that shit. You know what I mean? They're going to try and tell me I did a good job, even though they talked the whole fucking time. So that's what I'm going to have to deal with now, you know? So after the show, I'm outside, just got done smoking a nice spliff, you know? I was like, hey, I'll go calm down. Because <laughs> I was pretty fucking irritated. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Even one of the comics started fucking talking. She started running her fucking mouth towards the end of the set. And it's like, God damn it, people. I'm getting it from straight on from the right and now from the left. And you do comedy. You did a set. What the fuck is going on? What the hell is going on in Panama City, people? I remember having a decent enough time a few months ago. But this was the biggest, one of the biggest shit shows I think I've ever done. I'm not even kidding. This might take the cake as far as just absolute chaos for a show. You know, even bombing for 45 minutes in San Antonio and that lady having a seizure was not as chaotic as this. You know, when that was happening, I knew I was bombing the whole time. And then at the end, there was that monkey wrench that got thrown in. But this was just, from two minutes in, just chaos. Just absolute chaos for 30 fucking minutes. So I'm after, it's after the show. <laughs> the dude who's getting married, right? He wants to talk to me. So I'm like, yeah, we'll talk to you. He's like, I'll get you, I'll get you a shot. I'll get you a shot. And a lot of times people say that and they're so drunk that they just, they just keep saying that. And then they just keep talking about whatever they're talking about. So he's talking to me. I'll buy you a shot, blah, blah, blah. But then he's talking about it his lady and he's getting married and blah 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 and this that and the other and then some lady comes up and just starts kissing him on the mouth and i'm like oh that must be your lady and she keeps kissing him and she he looks at her and she he goes what are you doing and then he looks at me and goes that's not the one i'm marrying <laughs> And then she kisses him a couple more times. And uh, I don't remember how I found out, but that the lady who was kissing this fellow, right, was the sister of the lady he's marrying. It's his fiance's sister, and she's kissing him on the mouth. I think he told me after he's like, that's not who I'm marrying. And then a couple more. <laughs> and then he's like, that's her sister. 
And she's like, yeah, I'm her sister. I just kissed her on the mouth too. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here in Panama City? You know, it's always the people who ruin the show that want to talk to you too. They want to let you know you did a good job. But I mean, at the end of the day, hey man, good on him. Because I'll be honest with you, this wasn't, these old broads, they weren't bad looking. They weren't bad looking old broads, you know? So he's pulling, he's pulling sisters, dude. What man hasn't ever been like, I'd fuck that lady and her sister, you know? And I don't know. I don't know if that's what's going on. But all I'm saying is if, if she's mouth kissing you and her sister, she'll probably do other stuff too. You know what I mean? Now that I'm thinking about it, that guy might be the coolest fucking guy ever. And maybe he just didn't have time for my bullshit ass jokes, you know? He's like, I'm trying, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to fuck my fiance and her sister, bro. You're up there talking about fucking can't spell donuts or whatever the fuck you're talking about. Come on, dude. Maybe he was trying to help me. Maybe he was going to let me fuck the sisters with him or something like that. You know, that sounds like a very Florida thing. Wouldn't that, maybe that's the next trip, you know, maybe this is just like the, <laughs> like things always got to get hard before they get better. Right. So maybe this is the hard part of that fella shared his fucking fiance and his sister with me. I don't know, people. I got no fucking idea. Just chaos. And then they left. Thank God. And then I just went back to my hotel. Didn't get the shot. As you know, it happens. Everyone wants to be nice to you, but really they a lot of the times people are just lonely and want to talk, you know. But it's always the people who are fucking up shows that always want to talk to you afterwards. They'd be like, hey, we were having fun in there. And it's like, no, we weren't. You said the same thing 20 fucking times, bro. But now you're kissing, you know, you're kissing out here, kissing two ladies in front of me, man. So maybe you're big dogging me. Maybe you've been big dogging me the whole night, you know. (laughs) I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to go back to fucking Panama City. It's just a one-nighter. I think that's going to be a new rule for me, too, is like, I'm not going to drive 10 hours round trip for a, for a one night show. I'm just, I just can't do that unless the money's right. You know what I mean? But think about this people. I'll break the fourth wall. You want to hear about my finances people? Let's do a little financial discussion. Joey V here for you talking about how you can invest in NFTs, baby. NFDs nuts. (laughs) This is, this is how comedy works. People. So Panama City is roughly five hours away from Atlanta, right? That's where I'm still at for the time being. So I left Friday. The show was Friday night. I left Friday around probably 11, 11-ish here. They're in central time too, so they're an hour back. But either way, five hours there, five hours back. I left at 11, got back Saturday around 3.34, you know. So what is that? 20, we'll say 30. No, that's not quite 30 hours. How many hours are in a day, people? 24. (laughs) And what is 24 plus 4? 28, by God. Oh, shit, who knew? (laughs) So, 28-hour round trip, right? Or a 28-hour day, pretty much. From leaving to getting back was 28 hours. (laughs) So... 10-hour round trip. I got paid 100 bucks. all right? 
So you try and figure that out. Was I doing comedy the whole time? No, but it's a 28-hour investment for 30 minutes on stage, 40 minutes on stage, you know. So for of those 28 hours, I was on stage for 40 minutes, <laughs> and I made 100 bucks. But, you know, just the driving alone, if you think about the driving sense of it, if I go, okay, I drove there and back. We'll just count the driving. We won't count the whole day. We'll count 10 hours of driving, right? That's 10 bucks an hour, you know, to get there and back. That's, you know, that's comedy. That's comedy, baby. And sometimes you get lucky to make a little bit more money. Or you do a weekend. You do more shows. You know what I mean? If there was a couple shows going on, it'd be a little bit different. But, you know, would you work for 10 bucks an hour? Would you? Everyone wants to talk about $15 minimum wage. It's like, you know, and you think 100 bucks for doing 40 minutes, that ain't bad. You know, that's a decent fucking wage right there. But just where I'm at with it, everything else that goes into it, the traveling and the gas and, you know, food and all that shit. And got a hotel too. But I'm also trying not to make, I wasn't trying to make money off of that show, you know. The money I made pay for the hotel room. I was like, I'll just go do, I just wanted to do like a 40-minute set. I got a bunch of newer shit I'm kind of working on. So I was like, yeah, I'll drive down. Fucking 10-hour round trip to go work on some fucking jokes, you know. So I guess it's not about the hourly wage. But when you think about it like that, that will destroy your fucking mind, I feel like. If I try to think about how much money I've lost doing comedy, it will irritate the fuck out of me. And I used to just, I used to have just this fucking desire to want comedy to be my job so badly. That's kind of why I was living in the van was like, I'll just make, I can make money doing comedy and I can sustain myself living in a van. But just where I'm at with it, bro, I ain't making no fucking money doing that shit. I'm not. I lose money every fucking year doing comedy. Maybe it'll pay off one day. Maybe it won't. But I don't think it's about that, you know. I think it's about doing 40 minutes and trying to have, like, half of it be new. And see if the people like it. And what a shit fucking crowd, though. (laughs) 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 Fucking ass fucking and goddamn incest, bro. I can't. It's fucking. It was absolutely bonkers. And then I get back to Atlanta and uh, met up with a friend, went and had some food and a beer and uh, went for a walk to another place. I'm walking around fucking the Virginia Highlands, which is pretty like a, if you're not from Atlanta, that's like a white kind of like neighborhood, like super safe for the most part, you know, real cool spot. And uh, there's a crackhead fucking, you know. Twitching on the sidewalk, doing his thing, moonwalking, pop locking. You know what I mean? And he's on the other side of the street. We're walking. And he crosses the street. And he's like mumbling shit and just saying nonsense, right? And then all of a sudden he goes punk ass and then goes right back to fucking doing whatever he was doing, you know? So I'm trying to think, is this guy pretending he's a crackhead? I think, first of all, I think this crackhead called me a punk ass and i felt for a moment like dude i i wanted to hit a crackhead in the face it's not like i did anything to him if i was being a punk ass sure but you just you know you did your little crack strut over across the street and you want to start calling name calling bro 
You want a fucking name call, dude? I don't think so. I'll, about to, I'll bring the thunder down on your ass. You know what I mean? Stomp somebody out. That's what I like to do. I love stomping people out, especially when they call me a punk ass. So I'm trying to figure out, is this an aggressive crackhead or is this guy pretending? Is he just pretending that he's on crack just so he can talk shit to people and face no repercussions, you know? What would you do in that situation? Would you get heated enough to beat the shit out of a crackhead? And also, is that possible? Or is it like, you know, the the fucking meth people in Florida where they get super strength and start flipping fucking cop cars and all that shit? You know what I mean? Is crack like that? Because that was what, that was the immediate thought process is go, I want to hit you in the fucking mouth. (laughs) I wouldn't do it, but I definitely wanted to. But also is crack one of those that gives you superpowers kind of drugs? Because I didn't know, you know, I haven't been around enough crack heads. I don't think. I know one fella who smoked some crack from time to time, but he's just a gay guy. He just would, uh, I think the guy he, he was fucking and sucking <laughs> was smoking crack from time to time. So I think sometimes they'd smoke some crack and suck each other's dicks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because that's what he that's what he told me. You meet interesting people in the kitchens, people. You meet interesting folks. Sometimes you, you know, you work with a fellow who might smoke crack and suck some dick from time to time. You know, he don't let you know about it over while you're overseeing somebody's eggs. You know, <laughs> while you're waiting for the the sausage to finish up cooking, they'll show you some share some stories about the time they smoke crack and got their dicks up. You know. But that's even worse then. What if I try to beat up this crackhead and he's all cracked out and he's just fucking hard dick, hard dick crackhead. All of a sudden I'm getting, you know, hey, now I'm getting ass fucked, you know? You know what I mean? By a crackhead. (laughs) Not even in Panama City. (laughs) Wouldn't that be some shit? I don't know. I just didn't like that fucking, that guy can call me a punk ass. For no reason, you know? Maybe he was talking to somebody else, though, too. You know, I've done that. Where I've been talking shit to somebody who's not around and then somebody hears you, you know? Like, oh, you motherfucker. Who are you talking to? Ah, fucking this kid from third grade, man. (laughs) It took me 27 years to figure out that I was going to call him a motherfucker. But here we are. (laughs) Anyway... I saw this fucking, uh, bro, I don't, I usually, I get tired of bicyclists. I don't know if you, you feel this way too. I like riding a bicycle, but I think bicyclists are entirely too cocky when they're riding in the streets. I don't care for it. I think pedestrians, pedestrians in general have become entirely too cocky. I think we should, I feel like cars are meant to be on streets, you know, not bicycles. I hate it. I just hate the arrogance that comes with people on their bikes when they're on the roads. You know what I mean? They want to pretend like they're a car. They want to get in the lane. Because it's like, this is what blows my fucking mind with these assholes, right? Is you know how people on motorcycles, right? If they're coming up to like a stoplight or a stop sign or something, there are states where they can get in between the cars and like go up to the front, right? These bicyclist assholes, they want to pretend 
that they're a real car. So they sit in the road. You know what I mean? It's like, get the fuck out of the road with your goddamn toy. I can't fucking take that shit. It's so goddamn obnoxious. So I don't like these people. I also don't like that they have to play dress up like it's the Tour de France. You know what I mean? Everyone's got their little biker outfit. It's like, get some fucking shorts that fit, will you? No one wants to see your ball bag, okay? You're 50 years old. Grow up. You're wearing fucking, I'm going to wear my little my little nut huggers around. And then you come into places like, oh, I rode my bike here. It's like, well, did you have to dress up like an asshole to do that? You know? Now you got to come in here. I could see your dick print. You want a beer? Old dick print? Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> fucking hate. I hate adults on bicycles. <laughs> if you're riding it around, fine. But if you're treating it as a mode of transportation and you're in traffic and shit, grow the fuck up, okay? Take a chance. Quit wearing a helmet, too. How many times have you fallen off your bike? None. I hope you, I want you to crack your head open. That's why I suggest not wearing a helmet when you ride your bike. Children, yes. All of you kids out there listening to this podcast, I know my demographic. A lot of children listen to this. <laughs> Wear your helmets, kids, okay? But once you get like 14 or 15, take that shit off because it's pretty fucking lame, all right? But anyway, I saw a video of like, there's a guy in like a, not quite a semi truck, a box truck. Let's call it a box truck, right? And uh, it, the videos never start where they're supposed to. But I think the the bike, there was some guy on a bike in traffic, right? Or on the street, I should say. And I'm sure he did something to piss off the guy in the truck. And the guy in the truck was, you know, fucking pissing off the bicyclist probably. So they're both stopped on the street, like, yelling at each other. Guy's on his bike going, hey, fuck you, buddy. Guy's leaning out his window going, you know what, fuck you, buddy. And that guy in the truck, he gets heated enough to try and run over the fucking bicyclist, you know what I mean? Maybe not, like, squash him, but, like, give him, like, a good fucking pop, you know what I mean? And uh, the bicyclist is like, hey, you know what, man, fuck you, puts his bike down. And the guy hops out of the truck and it makes it a bee, like a beeline towards the bicyclist like he's about to do something, you know. Just tried to run the fucking guy over with the truck and now he's like, now I'm going to beat your ass. He beelines it right to that bicyclist and he the bicyclist just pops him with the left in the nose. Didn't even knock him out, you know what I mean? Knocked him down. And then, he just, then the guy in the truck just sat there like a bitch, you know. He was acting like he was going to do something. And this bicyclist was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to fuck you up. So now I got to worry about these people, too. They look gay as hell. And now I got to be afraid of bicyclists and crackheads? This is what my life has become this past week, people. I I don't know where my life is going, but it has been such an interesting week. I've had so many revelations, you know? Just the Panama City shit. And now I'm, I got to worry about crackheads beating me up. And now I got to worry about bicyclists. People that look like they shouldn't be able to hurt anything. You know what I mean? Now I got to worry about them because this one guy, he's probably German though. Those Germans can fight. But I just thought it was funny because he acted, the guy was like, I'm going to do something to you. So it gave me a new respect for bicyclists. I still think you shouldn't get shorts that fit. I don't know if that's a bad rule. Why do you got to play dress up to ride a bike? You know what I mean? 
Why do you got to pretend like you're a professional, like you're fucking Lance Armstrong or whatever it is? You know what I mean? Why can't you just ride a bike with just regular shorts? Why can't you just work out in regular shorts? What happened to people wearing gym shorts? Everyone's got fucking stuff that squeezes their legs real tight. Yoga pants and and bike shorts and fucking whatever else. Even fellas, they got, what are they? They call them compression pants. You're fucking wearing yoga pants, buddy. All right? You're fucking wearing yoga pants. Grow up. Does Joe Rogan wear yoga pants? Huh? If he does, I'm going to take everything I said back. I know that. I know that. All right? Hey, I got no animal video clip of the week for you, people. All right? I didn't look any up. I don't think. I'm looking at my browser now. No, I don't have any. I didn't watch any animal videos this week. There's a giant shark that may have found the biggest great white they've ever found. I think they named it Betty Boop or something like that. So go look that up. But hey, listen. I hope we had some fun this week. Don't forget to get over to Amazon and get, get yourself some top shelf grind coffee, all right? Promo code 10-J-O-E-K-E-L-L-E-Y at checkout. Get you 10% off all their goddamn roasts, all right? There's a link in the description of this podcast for it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. <laughs> hope we had some fun this week. Listen, I'll be in Tuscaloosa. I'm having so much trouble with that. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa this Friday the uh, 18th at Black Warrior Brewing all right come through there if you're around even if you're not around make the journey do something with yourself you know what I mean explore life breathe it in find something no one else has found before maybe it lives inside yourself you know hey have some fun this week all right take care of yourself take care of somebody else wait a minute wait a minute Almost forgot to mention this, people. Go over to the... I forgot to put this at the beginning, too. Go over to uh, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. Me and my buddy Monty Mitchell, we're doing we're doing our own podcast over there now. We got one episode out, but we're doing it every week. Uh, but anyway, there's going to be more shit on there. I'm going to be putting more of my own like single podcast out there. It's going to be a thing, but just keep an eye on it. Patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. All right? Hey, take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all around real soon. All right? Later.